Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, January 2nd, 2021, and welcome <clears throat> to the first edition of 2021 of the WWS Radio Network's uh, weekly review show, episode 240 of WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you as we, of course, get set to talk about, talk about of course, Everything that took place here in the radio network here uh, this past week, of course, the last several days of 2020, even of course last night uh, was the very first, uh, very first, of course, uh, radio network show, of course, of 2021 <clears throat> as well. The rest of the panel way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here this evening after what has been a very big time week here. Of course, uh, of course, still I'm sure some still recovering from the Christmas holiday, uh, but of course also some, of course, uh, are hopeful and hopeful and feeling very encouraged that 2021 is going to be is going to be the year that we turn things around here. Of course, not only in our own country and our own neck of the woods, but of course all around the world, and we hope. And we, of course, we hope and pray that, of course, it turns around for you as well. In addition to, of course, our review of this past week in the radio network, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you care to chime in this evening on what we have in store for you here tonight on episode 240, of WCWS Power Hour, 
Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-364-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we, of course, discuss and bring to your attention here tonight. <clears throat> it is now 6.08 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. Let us, of course, start episode 240 of Power Hour and the very first Power Hour of 2021. As we, of course, bring you, of course, to start things off, <clears throat> um, your wrestling history and birthdays. Excuse me. <sighs> excuse me. Our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, January the 2nd. Uh, and of course, we do have, of course, a little bit, uh, a little bit extra, uh, a, a little bit extra here, of course, here indeed to talk about. Let's go ahead and get right to it. On this date in 1980, at a taping of NWA Power Hour in Gainesville, Georgia, Arn Anderson defeated the Great Muda to win the NWA World TV title. On this date in 1983, in the main event of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Weekly Show in Tokyo, Japan. Antonio Inoki defeated Jesse Ventura. On the stage in 2003, WWE SmackDown was held in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and featured one of the most memorable weddings in wrestling history. Al Wilson, of course, you know the father of Tori Wilson, and Dawn Marie decided to get married on SmackDown in the ring and in, in just their underwear. There's no run-in by Tori and no interference of any kind, which in itself is unique for a wrestling wedding. Elsewhere on the show, John Cena pins Rikishi, and then Brock Lesnar destroys Matt Hardy in the main event. On a state in 2006 in East Rutherford, New Jersey, WWE Raw is held in the main event as a first blood match between Kurt Angle and John Cena. After the referee is knocked down, Angle connects with a chair shot to Cena's head, busting him open. With the referee still down, Angle goes for the FU Cena's finisher, but is reversed by Cena into the STFU submission move. Angle starts to tap as the official was dragged over and the bell is called for and it's a first blood and as it is a first blood match, the win is given to Kurt Angle. On the stage in 2016 in Louisville, Kentucky, Ryan Howe defeats Rob Conway in the main event of the Ohio Valley Wrestling Weekly Show to become a two-time OVW heavyweight champion. Howe had lost the belt to Conway less than four weeks before. On this date in 2016, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla held an event called Lemmy in tribute to the Motorhead frontman that passed away the previous month. On the card, it was the following. Brian Cage defeated Chris Dickinson. Timothy Thatcher defeated Drew Gulak. Sammy Callahan defeated Trevor Lee. Drew Galloway defeated Jack Evans. Adam Cole, baby, defeated Mike Bailey. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Akira Tozawa. And Roderick Strong retained the PWG Championship against Chris Hero. And on this date, of course, in 2019, All Japan Pro Wrestling held their annual New Year's Wars event in Tokyo in a six-man tag team match, notable because the average age of the wrestlers taking part is 48 years old. Masanobu Fuki, uh, Osamu Nishimura, and Tajiri defeated Jun Akiyama, Kotaro Suzuki, and Atushi Maruyama when Tajiri gets a roll-up and the pin on Maruyama. And two birthdays, of course, to bring here to your attention here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 
Let's see here. First one here. Uh, the Golden Greek, Jim Londos, who, of course, was also known as the coach, who was a manager for a while for Mr. Perfect back in the 90s, would have been 124 years old here today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a Japanese, a Japanese superstar who, of course, is, a lot of people may remember him for his days uh, wrestling in, even though he didn't probably wrestle there for long, he wrestled in WCW which is Kaz Hayashi, who today turns 48. So happy birthday to the late Golden Greek Jim Londos and also Kaz Hayashi here tonight. Let us check, see, ladies and gentlemen, if we have any other, if we have any other uh, wrestling uh, birthdays to, um, to, to speak of here, of course, before we, before we, before we proceed ahead. A lot of times on the, a lot of these pages, ladies and gentlemen, they don't, they may not note every single wrestling personality uh, that uh, has a birthday, but nobody else was, uh, nobody else, of course, was noted. I will point out, of course, in the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming contacted me this morning and informed me that, that today, uh, the former wife of WWE Hall of Famer and WCW superstar uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Kimberly Page, today turns uh, 51. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rodney of uh, the Main Street Posse, who used to hang around with Shane McMahon all the time, today turns 50. But we have no other birthdays to speak of other than, like I said, the late Golden Greek and also Cass Hayashi here, uh, <clears throat> here of course, here uh, tonight. So uh, we, we will have one birthday to speak of, of course, here tomorrow. Uh, there may be others, but we'll, of course, keep you informed about that here as well. But there you have it there for your wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight here, folks. Now let us see if we have any. Uh, let's let's check your, of course, uh, pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Let's see if we have any notable items to speak of. Just like we do with outside the ropes every Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we follow that same format. Uh, movies, TV, music, and sports. We do, of course, talk about all that. So let's go ahead and bring that to your attention here tonight. Uh, events in movies and television that took place on this date in history for January the 2nd. 1948, WNDT, which is now WNET TV, Channel 13 in New York, Newark, New, in, in New York, New York, also part of Newark, New Jersey, which is a PBS affiliate, actually begins their broadcasting. On this date, 1949, KDKA TV, Channel 2 in JD's and Fonzie's Neck of the Woods in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania which is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On this date uh, in 1955, the first Bob Cummings show premieres on NBC, and but later it would go over to CBS. On this date in 1962, the nighttime version of the game show Password with the late Alan, Alan Ludden, who is, of course, the husband, of course, of Golden Girl Betty White, 
uh, premieres on CBS. On this day in 1966, the NFL Championship Lambeau Field in Green Bay, the Packers beat the Cleveland Browns 23-12, first NFL title game televised in color, the last one played before the Super Bowl era started. On this day in 1968, uh, KBHK-TV Channel 44 in San Francisco, which is an independent affiliate, independent station, begins their broadcasting. And um, a, we got a piece of wrestling history here, of course, here. And we're talking about movies and, and uh, movies and TV. On this day in 1990, Sting joins Pro, Pro Wrestling's legendary stable, The Four Horsemen, along with Rick Arn, Rick Flair, and also Arn and Ole Anderson. Of course, he wouldn't stay there long, but that's what we have. Listen, uh, several birthdays to, of course, bring it here to your attention. Gabrielle Carteris, best known for her, best known for being on Beverly Hills 90210, today turns 60. Uh, supermodel Christy Turlington today turns 52. And let's see here. Uh, give me just one second here. Uh And Tommy Morrison, if you don't remember him, he was in Rocky Five. Um, um, of course, he was a protege of Rocky, played by Sylvester Stallone, but later he would turn his back. And then he was at the end scene of Rocky Five. He he uh, had to go with Rocky in the, in the street in the street there, um, and I think Rocky kind of kind of took him down. Uh, uh, sadly, I think he had passed away due to, uh, I believe he, te I don't know if he was, he tested HIV positive or what have you. I'm not sure what the circumstances were, but sadly he passed away in 2013. Uh, he, uh, today would have turned 52 years old today. Also, um, <clears throat> um, Emil Jennings, uh, passed away. Passed away on this date in uh, 1950. He, uh, he was he would have been around 66 years old. He may he may, he may have been a, maybe a year younger than that, but he, he would be around 60. He would have been around 66 years old when he passed away. Uh, several several weddings took place here on this date. On this date, in 1993, supermodel Kim Alexis, who was 32 at the time, weds. Ice hockey player Ron Duguet, Duguet, who, who of course was 35 at the time. On this date in 2006, NBC correspondent Chip Reed weds Nina Block in Hawaii. On this date in 2010, American Idol singer Jason Castro, who was 22 at the time, weds Mandy Mayhall near Dallas, Texas. And on this date in 2010, actor Vince Vaughn, who was 39 at the time, Weds a realtor named Kyla Weber in Lake Forest, Illinois. So there are your weddings there, of course, and also history, of course, in movies and TV. Uh, now we go to what took place on this date in music. Uh, on this date in 1843, w w Richard Wagner's opera, The Flying Dutchman, premieres in Dresden. On this date in 1884, Camille St. Sain's Third Concerto in V premieres. On this day, 1952, Pal Joey opens at Broadhurst Theater in New York City for 542 performances. On this day, 1958, Dmitry 
Shostakovich second piano concert premieres in New York on his date in 1960. Roger Sessions fourth symphony premieres on his date in 1968. Uh, the the musical ZZ closes at Broadway Theater in New York City after 49 performances. On his date in 1969, Fig Leaves Are Following opens at Broadhurst Theater in New York City for only four, four performances. And on his date in 1970, the Dutch premiere of the musical Hair uh, pr- takes place in, Ast- in Amsterdam. Uh one birthday here to speak of here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, legend, legendary, um, legendary uh, country singer here. Uh, country singer, country music legend Roger Miller today would have turned 85 today. He had passed away in 1992. And one death that took place here, uh, Errol Gardner. Uh, he uh, he passed away on this date in 1977 at the age of he was around 54 years old when he passed away. So, and let me see, if we have any? Uh, of course, we talked about the American Idol singer that, that got married in 2010, Jason Castro. On this day in 2011, Dresden Dolls singer Amanda Palmer, who was 34 at the time, weds author Neil Gaiman, who was 50 at the time, in Berkeley, California. And now we take now we check out, of course, uh, your moments, of course, in sports. Uh, on this day in 1832, the first curling club in the United States, the Orchard Lake Curling Club, opens. On this day in 1865, welterweight Con Oram and heavyweight Hugh O'Neill brawl for 185 rounds before darkness ends legendary bare-knuckle boxing match in Virginia City, Montana. On this day in 1879, Australian fast bowler Fred Spofforth dismisses three English batsmen with consecutive deliveries during the third test at the Melbourne Cricket Ground for Test Cricket's first hat trick. On his day in 1912, Brooklyn Superbass Baseball Club President Charles Ebbets announces purchase of 4.5 acres of land to build a new concrete and steel stadium to seat 23,000 people. Ebbets Field opens in 1913. Also on his day in 1912, International Lawn Tennis Challenge in Christchurch, New Zealand, Norman Brooks and Alfred Dunlop beat Americans Maurice McLaughlin and Beals Wright 6-4-5-7-7-5-6-4. Australia Asia unassailable 3-0 lead win they win four to nothing. On this day in 1918, after repeated clashes over pay with the Brooklyn Robins owner Charlie Ebbets, star right fielder and future baseball Hall of Fame manager Casey Stingle is traded to the Pittsburgh Pirates. On his also on the stage, 1918, Montreal Arena in Westmount, Quebec, the home of four-time Stanley Cup winners and Montreal Wanderers, burns down, leading to the club disbanding. And also on the stage, 1922, the eighth Rose Bowl takes place. California ties Washington and Jefferson uh, zero to zero. And of course, we did talk about 
Of course, Tommy Morrison would have been 52 today. He passed away in 2013. Also, uh, let's see here. Uh, Bill Veek. Um, I'm trying to remember. That name does ring a bell. I'm trying to remember who that was. I'm not 100% sure there. But he passed away on this date. He was at around the age of 72. He may have been a little bit younger than that, but but it would have been around 72 years old. And, of course, the one wedding, of course, we did talk about the super, supermodel. Of course, we talked about in 1993 when Kim Alexis married hockey player Ron Duguay. Kim Alexis was 32. Ron Duguay was 35. So there you have it right there with, of course, your pop culture history and birthdays here as well. So there you have it right there, folks. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and give this here to you one more time. Uh, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID uh, 141-364-POUND. This is episode 240 of WCWS Power Hour for Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. It is, of course, 6.24 p.m. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here. As well as, of course, like, of course, with the rest of the panel, we're too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here. As we talked about, of course, what a big time week we did have here, of course. <clears throat> of course, uh, there was a lot of big time discussions here, of course, on the final Raw radio of 2020. Unfortunately, I did not get there in time to be a part of that. Uh, but, uh, but it was a great show, and I have gone back and listened to it. Of course, it is. Of course, they always put on a tremendous show every Monday afternoon. Uh, but, of course, several shows were moved around a couple of times here and there um, due to, of course, time constraints and everything. Uh, we did, of course, talk, as always, did talk about Raw, talk about SmackDown, talk about AEW, talk about NXT. Um, of course, uh, <coughs> uh I know there was even a special edition of Sports Machine that took place. I believe they wanted to try to get that in one more in for 2020 before it ended. So they did it, I believe, a couple of days early. As you know, Sports Machine is on every Friday afternoon. So, but of course, they wanted to try to get one, one more in for 2020. I felt they probably had to do that. Uh, but of course, like I said here, folks, it had, it, it was, like I said, a, it was a pretty, very monumental week. I mean, monumental year. Yes. Despite the hardships that we've all, even, even we here in the radio network have experienced, uh, we've gone through everything here from this pandemic to, of course, this election to, uh, to, of course, I'm sure a lot of personal things, of course, being, uh, going through, of course, from, on a personal level, from all of our folks here and everything, we have strived and thrived to continue, of course, to keep the tradition going. And we have done, um, and I have noticed that we have done a tremendous job in, do, in doing just exactly that. And for that, I, I have been very, very thankful and grateful to so many people who have made contributions throughout, throughout the uh Throughout, of course, this past year, of course, like I say, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Empress, and Marie Rickenbach. Uh, of course, even, of course, with John, the format with John forming, of course, his Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. Uh, 
we've added several more great folks here, including the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas, as well as the cowboy Clinton James Smith, of course, uh, uh, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming, uh, Anthony Chobot, Antonio Gutierrez, Alayla Peters, uh, Jody Valentine, Eddie Garza. Let me see. We don't want to try it. We tried our best. Oh, the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, of course, cannot forget him. Um, we've had a lot of great folks here, of course, become a big part of something special. And, of course, 2021, of course, with, with of course, a lot of these new additions and all that, uh, there arises, of course, more opportunities, of course, here as well. Uh, JD, of course, as you know, due to, of course, a medical situation that he had early in the year, did, did unfortunately have to relinquish control of both WCWS Wrestling Revisited and Wrestling Debate. However, of course, those shows have been going very, very smoothly thanks to the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas. Also, he has definitely stepped up and taken care of WCWS Sports Machine. Of course, alongside him, uh, alongside him, JD and Justin. And of course, they've had different folks on at different times talking about different things here and there. But nevertheless, here, of course, Danny, uh, Danny from Oak Park, of course, uh, we know we haven't heard from him a whole lot here in recent memory, but he has been trying his best to get back. And hopefully, of course, like I said, we we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, to, of course, get him back here, hopefully here very, very soon. Um Everybody, of course, like I said, with all everything's been going on, a lot of personal things has taken place, uh, including, of course, uh, including, of course, like I said, even um, WCWUS's resident mama, of course, uh, Christy Dodds, a fellow WCWS Hall of Famer, of course, the mother of uh, the mother of Michelle, and of course, the grandmother of young Caleb Dodds as well, one of our youngest Hall of Famers. Uh, ha having to go through a medical procedure. Uh, Michelle did even inform us last night that her father had even gone through something. And, of course, both are, are doing better, are doing extremely better. And we, of course, have been saying big-time prayers for both. I'm glad they are, of course, still here with us. Um, we do not wish any ill will towards anyone here, of course. Uh, several of us almost have met the pandemic head-on. And, of course, they have gone through that with, of course, with beauty and grace. And, of course, they're still here with us. Thank you. Thank, thank the Lord. Um, I have to continue to urge everyone, of course, like I said, do what you feel is the right decision to make regarding this pandemic and all that. Don't say, don't believe that everything that, it, that the government, everything is, everything is telling you to do is right. A lot of times they, a lot of times they'll say they're telling the truth, but they're obviously just lying. Uh, but just do what you feel is in your heart, ladies and gentlemen. Because, like I said, use your own judgment on that. And if you feel the need to do that, then by all means, please do so. But I wouldn't listen to a lot of these politicians because, like I said. They've been, of course, the last few months have been promising the American people some, something, and they've only helped us out on one, once or twice, but including, of course, the second time, obviously, just coming right before Christmas here just recently. And, of course, obviously, 
we've seen we, we've seen a new president be elected and why people are kind of hoping that he will turn things back around current president doesn't believe that this is the case and of course we're still fighting all of it and there's been one thing after another and some people do still care about them doing their job about helping the american people and they're not and some of them are following through with it and some are not one person in particular is not will not mention my name but i think we all know who i'm referring to uh, and why he doesn't want to do that i'm not sure i mean he, but that's that's just like i said that's just like a politician to be one-sided on things and not looking at the real big picture. He claims he is, but he's not, in my personal opinion. Uh, but nevertheless, here, nevertheless, here, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are controlling our own destiny here and doing our best to return return faith and return strength and returning honesty and unity. To the word united in united states of america because see that is that is the name of this country uh and right now it has it has not felt like we have been united on a lot of fronts and the thing about it is is that they should have taken an example about what about what happened with the terrorist attacks back in 2001 and they were all united then and then but of course obviously 19 years later they can't they can't do that for one single second because, like I said, a lot of people have been have passed from this. A lot of people have been affected by this. The hospitals are doing everything they possibly can. There are, a lot of them are working overtime. A lot of them they may, may not have seen the light of day since this whole thing has possibly started. So I commend, I, I personally commend them for what they are doing. And they're doing what they feel is the right decisions and right, the right calls to make. Those are your true people that we didn't really need to look up to. Not our government, until our government has some some, some sort of sense. Then you know I, that's something I don't trust. And like I said, we'll just have to wait and see. After January the twentieth, of course, if in fact did the people make the right decision and voted in Joe Biden as our next president? Some people say yes. Some people say no. But we'll just have to wait and see about what all happens there. One note of in, one note of interest I will point out, and we have been talking about this ever since this happened last weekend. That, of course, as you know, the wrestling world lost a big name, of course, in, in uh, John Huber, and of course, a lot of people may not know, who, of course, by now know who that is. In WWE, of course, he was known as a member of the Bludgeon Brothers and the Wyatt family, of course, Luke Harper, and of course, in AEW. Uh, he was known simply as Mr. Brody Lee, who was supposed to be kind of like a a very interesting, very interesting mock-up of Vince McMahon, but uh, um, but doing but uh, doing a fine job of that there, of course, here as well. But nevertheless, here, folks, gone way too soon. Of course, the age of forty-one. And apparently, of course, you know a lot of these other, a lot of these wrestling organizations, even some that that, that Mr. Huber did not com- make any contributions to. But of course, a lot of people that wrestled in a lot of these organizations knew him quite well and wrestled with him in other at other spots during during his time in wrestling. And obviously, had did of course step up and say, you know, we want to honor and salute him. 
WWE obviously, of course, did not take it too seriously, which I, which only thing they've done is they have just simply, you know, put his put his name up on a ban on, on a banner on the Titantron with the words in memory and of course his real name and what his character name was mentioned by the character he was in WWE, of course, obviously not using the AEW character's name, obviously. And of course, even some superstars in WWE, even saying, you know, rest in peace, even saying Brody Lee, even though that he didn't use that one in WWE, yet they still say it. And, you know, and even WWE coming out with a video, of course, paying tribute to him as well. I mean, Impact, Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling, Impact Wrestling. Uh, of course, AEW did a tremendous episode of Dynamite, which I thought was a, was a spectacular uh, tribute to, of course, Mr. Lee. Um, and, of course, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, I did on this past Sunday's edition of WWS this morning get a little bit choked up in reading a lot of responses, uh, reading a lot of uh, tributes to Brody Lee from a lot of superstars. Not, and like I said, WWE, they're currently in WWE. They're currently in AEW. They're currently in Impact and several others. But some that knew the man very, very well. But I think, like I said, Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, AEW, of course, had a lot of class in really being the leader in all this and pretty much saying that, you know, this is one, this is how you're supposed to honor one of your own. Apparently, Vince McMahon kind of lost that a long time ago. Apparently, he must also have lost his heart because, like I said, apparently, you know, he, despite all this going on, there, he still continues to put a lot of people at risk. And he is, he, he just, he's like Donald Trump. He does not simply want to lose. But sooner or later, like I said, even Vince McMahon's got a fall on his face and all. And the first improvement that WWE can make is obviously, of course, is by telling Vince McMahon that he's no, telling his own company, even telling his founder that he's no longer needed. That he really needs to really go home and just really just live out his days and let his daughter, his son, his son and son-in-law run it. Because, like I said, that's the only way that company now is going to survive. Right now, they're surviving by thread. Right now, NXT is almost pretty much the, the only reason why WWE is even making any every attempt to stay afloat. Uh, so, nevertheless, here, ladies and gentlemen. I thought AEW really led the charge in this. And, of course, it was no surprise that they had almost a million viewers, of course, on this thing here this past Wednesday night. And, of course, luckily I was able to post a lot of tributes on the AEW US page, a lot, lot, lot of, like, different segments of, of the of the, tri- of the uh, Brody Lee tribute that they did this past Wednesday on the AEW US page of anyone wanted to go back and, and relive a lot of that and look at a lot of that because it is definitely worth watching. It is 100% worth watching, and I definitely recommend you going back and looking, looking at it. Of course, we were on for almost three hours last night on Revolution. We got to hear, like I said, from JD. We got to hear from, um, from Justin. We got to hear from... Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get the chance to hear from John or Fonzie, but we did hear from Clinton. We did hear from Mitt. And, of course, obviously, we, we got to hear from Michelle. And, 
obviously, and of course, as you know, our contract negotiations in WCWUS, um, of course, has, of course, has, uh, um, has started. Michelle, of course, was the first one, and she has accepted, of course, all terms. So, but we will have, of course, another one coming up here this Friday, and the Iceman, Jared Dijeramba, will be the next in line to, of course, accept all to. to See, rather not, he will accept, of course, all the duties that have been placed upon him. So, and of course, we're still working out some of the details on that. But in the meantime here, folks, uh, this past week, of course, the last few days of 2020 into, of course, the first day of 2021 yesterday, um, it was very eventful, especially, like I said, between Christmas and New Year's, it was very, very eventful indeed, so. But like I said, you can go back and listen to all of our episodes that we did. We were able to get, of course, for all radio in. We did get wrestling revisited in a little bit late, but we did get it in. We got in all. We got in three episodes of Revolution, and we got Wolfpack in. We got Sports Machine in. We got in um, Outside the Ropes, and of course, like I said, right now we're taking care of. WWS Power Hour here, of course, the first one of the of the year right here. So, but we look forward to, of course, as I said all week long, we look forward to, of course, being having a little bit more stroke and a little bit more push here in 2021. And of course, anyone that ever wishes to challenge us, like I said, we are always ready to accept any challenge. So, we are, of course, United Standing, and we are, of course, always going to be WCW US. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141364-pound. 6.41 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, uh, Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. <clears throat> Episode 240 of WWS Power Hour. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here on the line here with you. Uh, let us now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Let, let us, of course, now go to uh, Last night, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and check out, of course, our our friends here from uh, on uh, <clears throat> our news provided by our friends at 411mania.com. They'll be bringing some wrestling news bites. Give me, ladies and gentlemen, hold on one sec.
ladies and gentlemen, let's, of course, we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, right here, of course, on Power Hour, as well as WCWS this morning. And hopefully we can bring some, some more stories, some, some more, of course, of, of 411 Mania's work to uh, several more of our shows when we get them started here, of course, in 2021. Our first story coming out here, coming out here tonight, comes to us from uh, Joseph Lee, as the as the as the uh, I don't know if it's a band or one single or a solo artist, Bad Bunny releases a music video for for the song Booker T, as actually starring Booker T. For Eleven Mania reported back in November that Puerto Rican rapper Bad Bunny, okay, it's one person released a track called Booker T, which references the WWE Hall of Famer, includes his catchphrase at the end. Now, a music video was out, and Booker decided to lend his services to star in it. You can also you can check out, of course, this video if you wish to do so. And as also as a bonus, ladies and gentlemen, we will post this on the WWUS Revolution Radio Facebook page, of course, coming up here right after tonight's edition of Power Hour. Our next story here, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from Joseph Lee, posted today, as The Rock reacts to Chris Bay's impression of, of him. Earlier today, Impact Wrestling star Chris Bay posted a video of the Twitter doing an impression of The Rock and his efforts to stay in shape. He said in the clip, it's 5 a.m. in the Iron Paradise and we want to get this workout in. Cardio is a must. Rock replied, Chris, you already know that this is a bunch of BS. I start my cardio at 4 a.m., not 5 a.m. WTF. Chris Bay said on his Twitter account here today, uh, at the rock, be like, and look like he was, uh, uh, look like he was like laughing so hard he was crying. And there's a picture on his Twitter account of that, uh, which is at dashing Chris Bay. And then The Rock actually posted a response to that. He said, Chris, you already know this is a bunch of BS. I start my cardio at 4 a.m., not 5 a.m., WTF. So apparently The Rock started. Uh, so obviously, of course, The uh, Rock did get kind of a kick out of that. Joseph Lee has this story as Ring of Honor TV actually is going to chronicle how company has been handling the pandemic. Ring of Honor has announced that the next episode of ROH TV, the first in 2021, will chronicle how the company handled the pan- situation involving the pandemic. The first episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling in 2021 takes a look back at 2020, focusing, focusing on how the company reacted to the pandemic and featuring two never-before-seen matches. The episode chronicles the weekend on March 13th and 14th when ROH was in Las Vegas to present the 18th anniversary pay-per-view and past versus present show. However, both events ended up being canceled due to the rapid, to the, due to the rapid ex, escalation of the pandemic. ROH star stars as, such as Matt Taven, Flip Gordon, and Slex will tell their personal stories regarding the pandemic. Some matches were filmed that weekend, including Flip Gordon versus Bandito and Jay Lethal versus Mark Haskins. ROH will air both bouts for the, per, for the first time on this episode. So we can't wait to see how we can't wait to, of course, take a look about how they do so. And of course, when we get more information about that, we'll keep you informed about that. Joseph Lee has this story right here as Brian Pillman Jr. 
vacates the OVW championship due to commitments for AEW. Ohio Valley Wrestling has announced that OV champion Brian Pillman Jr. has vacated the title due to, due to his growing AEW commitments. Here is a press release. OVW heavyweight champion Brian Pillman Jr. effectively immediately will be vacating his OVW heavyweight title because of his growing relationship with AEW, of course, All Elite Wrestling. His obligations have grown to a point where he cannot maintain the responsibilities attached to the OVW heavyweight belt. While we at OVW are sad to see him go, we are also very happy for Brian Pillman Jr. on his continued success with AEW and wish him nothing but the best. We've been really proud to have Brian as our OVW heavyweight champion, even if it wasn't as lengthy as a, of a reign as expected. His talent really made everyone on the roster elevate their game, and for that I am very grateful. I really think Brian is going to continue to shine in AEW and make all of us, and more importantly, his father, of course, the late Brian Pillman, proud. And this was said by OVW owner uh, Al Snow. The crown of new champion has been decided that the winner of the 2021 Nightmare Rumble on January 9th will be the new OVW heavyweight champion. Furthermore, the winner of the Rumble will also face Mr. Pectacular Jesse Goddard for the OVW national title later that night. So there you have it. So, but of course, we're, of course, like I said, you know, at a young age, they're already coming up very, very, being very, very successful. And I'm sure, like I said, his father, the loose cannon, Brian Pillman, would be very proud indeed. This story coming in from Joseph Lee as Sarah Stock has surgery after falling outside due to ice. In a post on Twitter, former WWE producer Sarah Stock revealed that she had to have surgery after suffering a fall on some ice. She wrote the following. Happy New Year. I had a fall outside on the ice yesterday, broke a bone and ruptured a ligament. It's my driving leg too. First time going into surgery, so a new experience to start the year. Seems 2021 hasn't started out well for her. After her 2020 involved an arrest back in October, however, all charges with the exception of one misdemeanor were dropped. So we, we hope, of course, to see her, of course, in some capacity somewhere at some point. Joseph Lee posts this story as apparently someone has created fake Twitter accounts uh, for Brody Lee's family, but Brody Lee's widow, Amanda, and AEW talent actually warned the fans about this. AEW stars, along with Amanda Huber, are warning fans not to follow an account which is posing as her son, eight-year-old Brody. Huber, Huber broke, posted images on her Instagram story of tweets from an account of her son, as well as an account of her, pointing out that they are fake. She wrote, Brody had no social media accounts. This is so weird and just gross. Never in his life has Brody called me mommy, and it's bizarre to read. Please, if you feel yourself creating a fake account for an eight-year-old for attention, Please go to therapy and get the help you need. I'm serious. Therapy is amazing and world-changing. It's changed my life personally. Also, this isn't okay. A fake account pretending to be me is, is recording the fake account of someone pretending to be my eight-year-old. What? I have Twitter, but I hardly use it, and it's been private for years. Meanwhile, AEW noted on Twitter, if there is ever an official real account for anyone associated with that AEW, it would be promoted and followed by AEW. 
beware of individuals pretend to be members of the Heber family. Stu Grayson added, do not follow this account, it's a fake. Unfortunately, it seems like people can't stop, stop themselves from being a-holes. Both accounts have actually since been deleted. Sean Ross, SAP of Fightful.com, posted this today. As he just said right here from Amanda Huber on Instagram, the Brody Lee Jr. account was a fake. Uh, at Eyebrowless said, just stop on Amanda's real Instagram, which is the only social media she has public. She's denouncing both accounts. All Elite Wrestling did say if there is ever an official real account for anyone associated with at, with at AEW, it will be promoted and followed by AEW. Beware of individuals pretend to be members of the Huber family. And also, as we just said, Stu Grayson of the Dark Order says, do not follow this, this account. It's a fake. Unfortunately, it seems like people can't stop themselves from being a-holes. So, I thought that was, of course, definitely definitely a good look there indeed. So, one story coming in here from Jeffrey Harris. As Stephanie McMahon actually wishes her fans a happy new year with pictures of her dogs. WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon wished, wished fans a happy new year this week and shared some photos of her playing with her dogs on Twitter. You can check out those pictures, of course, on this page, uh, which is actually on her uh, on a part of an attached tweet that she posted today. She noted in the caption, bringing in the new year with 400 pounds of cuddles, wishing everyone good health, lots of love and happiness in 2021 and beyond. Hashtag happy new year. So you can check that out if you wish to, of course, uh, look at that. And also, tell you, Stephanie, tell your father to leave the company. Also, Jeffrey Harris has this story today as WWE releases a storyline injury update on Kevin Owens. WWE.com has issued an in-storyline medical update on Kevin Owens following last night's episode of SmackDown. During the show, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso attacked Owens and threw the former Universal Champion off the stage to close the show. Here is the full announcement. After he attacked by Universal Champion Roman Reigns and Jey Uso on Friday Night SmackDown, Kevin Owens was taken to a local medical facility where he was diagnosed with a spinal contusion and bruised kidneys. Check back with WWE.com for more updates as they become available. Uh, they po WWE posted this on their Twitter account. WWE, WWE Digital has the latest injury update on at Fight Owens Fight after last night's attack by at WWE Roman Reigns and J at WWE Usos on hashtag SmackDown. So you can check that out here, folks, if you wish to uh, look in on that. And if we have any further updates about that, folks, again, we will, of course, let you know about that as well. Jeffrey Harris also has this story right here. As the lineup for uh, the January 5th edition of AEW Dark has been announced, 16 matches have been set. AEW has announced the lineup for next week's edition of AEW Dark. This will be a big show with 16 matches set for the stream. The new AEW Dark episode will debut on Tuesday, January 5th on the official AEW YouTube channel. And here is the lineup. Of course, that will start at 7 o'clock. Frankie Kazarian with Christopher Daniels at his corner. And Griff Garrison with Brian Pillman Jr. in his corner <clears throat> versus Angelico with Jack Evans in his corner and Darius Martin with Dante, with Dante Martin in his corner. 
The Dark Order's Allen, number five, Angels, will take on Serpentico with Luther in his corner. The Gun Club will take on Mike Verna and Bear Country. Baron Black will take on Matt Seidel. Angel Fashion will take on Peter Avalon. Ray Fenix with Penta L Zero Medio will take on Aaron Solo. Fuego Del Sol will take on Danny Limelight. Ivelisse and Diamante will take on Kalen King and Tisha Price. Lee Johnson and Sean Dean will take on The Acclaimed. Jungle Boy with the Jurassic, Jurassic Express in his corner will take on Nick Comoroto. Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero in her corner will take on Alex Garcia. Sammy Guevara will take on Michael Nakazawa. Scorpio Sky will take on Ariel Levy. Louis Valley will take on Brandon Cutler. Vipers will take on Shayna. And Ashley Vox will take on Thunder Rosa. And, of course, like I said, it will be on this Tuesday night on AEW's official YouTube channel. Of course, they have a tweet on there as well. As, like I said, 16 matches. Of course, it's going to be featuring new debuts, also returning athletes, and much more. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, as always, put the new – we will put Tuesday's episode of AEW Dark on the uh, AEW US page, of course, on Facebook. So that way – you can that's something you can go back and look, and look at if you wish to do so. Speaking of AEW, Jeremy Thomas, Jeremy Thomas, of course, <clears throat> has this story here as Ariane Andrew. Of course, you remember her as Cameron in WWE. Talks about her AEW experience and why she nearly turned it down. Ariane Andrew made her AEW debut earlier this year, and she discussed her experience and why she almost said no in a new interview on Women's Wrestling Talk. Andrew appeared on Dynamite back in July as part of the Women's Tag Team Tournament and discussed why she was nervous and almost said no, but is glad she didn't. Some highlights and the full audio are also on this page. Of course, we give credit to Women's Wrestling Talk, of course, for this interview. Ariane, on almost turning down the AEW appearance, she says, you know what? It was actually really refreshing because I just like to keep it super real. And for me, I almost wanted to say no to the opportunity just because I was so nervous. I was like, I haven't been, <clears throat> haven't been in the ring. At one point, I was training earlier in the year before the virus happened for Effie's big gay brunch to have the match with my boo, Jamie. And because I hadn't been in, and I'm like, oh, uh, I'm like, oh my, this is a lot of pressure. It's so last minute. I almost said no. I'm like, how the f am I am I even going to look? Am I going to look like s? Because I already have a little wrestling experience, and then on top of that, what is the backstage going to be like? On her deciding to say yes, and her experience there, she says, "I was like, you know what? Don't do it for fans. Don't do it for family. Don't do it for management. Like who?" Who are you doing this for? And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this for myself because I wanted to prove that when you can face a fear, it's the most rewarding thing. So everybody is there. It's so effing friendly. It's a different environment. People want to see you when they're in such a family. Like once I was able to go back, I was like, darn, this is what life is about. I love it because it's very different than I'm, than, that I'm not used to. I'm not used to the, you know, people wanting you to do well. Everyone's like, I'm trying to get to the top. No one's ever trying to help anyone else, which I never effing under, understand. But the experience was great. Are there some things I wish I can redo? Yeah, because we didn't have time to go over stuff. But like you know, what's not what what nothing's ever going to be perfect. As long as I say I did my best given the circumstances. 
And again, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do, of course, credit women, women's wrestling talk, of course, for this, for this trans, for the transcription of this interview. And you can also check out that uh, as part of Apple Podcasts as well. If you want to go back and listen to that there as well. And of course, the link. Uh, also, you can play play the interview from here, of course, that they had with uh, Ariane uh, Andrew. As we said, she was formerly known as Cameron of WWE. She was one of the Funkadactyls alongside Brodus Clay and Naomi back during the day. Blake Lavelle has this story as Jim Ross recalls his favorite memories of the late Brody Lee. Also, Danny Hodge wrestling a bear during the territory days. Of course, Danny Hodge was another legendary superstar who sat with legendary wrestler who we who passed away in 2020 as well. In a recent edition of Grilling JR, Jim Ross discussed his favorite moments of Brody Lee, Danny Hodge wrestling a bear, and much more. And here are some of his comments. And we'll definitely will credit Grilling JR with, with this. Jim Ross on his favorite Brody Lee mo- memories. He says, my biggest memory, my biggest takeaway from my relationship with Brody was that he was so thankful to finally get this opportunity in AEW to mold his own character and his own mindset. That's one of the great things about our company. Tony Khan listens to everybody's ideas. And if you're a talent and you have an idea of how to get yourself over and how to be presented from a TV persona aspect, then you go for it. I think Brody was just so relieved that finally he was getting a chance to explore his own creativity for a lack of a better term. He could steer his own ship. That's why I found him so extremely positive about him. He wasn't bitter about the past. He was more focused on looking forward to the future. I don't think we ever had a conversation that he didn't talk about his family in glowing terms. The most prominent family man I think I may have ever met in wrestling. He had he had so, so many good traits, and he loved Bruiser Brody. That was his role model. We told stories about, about that because I knew Brody when – when he started, Bruce Brody, when he started his career in the early 70s, when he and Stan Hansen were a tag team, you can't be this popular if you got a reputation for not being a good person. He was certainly a good person. I loved being around him, and his positive, positivity was great. But finally, the great thing about it for me, again, what was he's 40 years old, he was starting over and excited about that. The match he had with Cody, the dog collar match, was a hell of a match, one of the best matches we ever had on the show. All good vibes with him. Always smiling. Funny guy. Great sense of humor. It's a sad, sad time for all of us. He impacted so many of our, on our roster that, that it kind of went off the radar. He'll be very missed. And also, uh, on talking about Danny Hodge wrestling a bear in a battle royal during the territory days, Jim Ross says, they had a battle royal with a bear, and Bill Watts was in, and, was in it, and Danny Hodge was in it. Somehow or another, it came down to Watts and Hodge against the bear. Watts had locked up with the bear, and the bear was on his hind feet, but they were they were in a collar and elbow type position. Hodge goes behind the bear, reaches under his tail, and grabs a handful of short hairs and rips them out of the bear's butt, at which time the bear screamed and howled. I'm sure it, it hurt to have the hair ripped out of your butt. The bear then had a big burst of strength and tossed ca- ca- the cowboy at Bill Watts out of the ring, and the bear soon followed because he didn't want any more Hodge's short hair pulling and Hodge won the Battle Royal. Danny was just simply having fun. Once again, we do credit, of course, Bill and JR here, of course, with that. And you can um, go back and, and listen in on that there as well if you want to, uh, if you want to, of course, listen to some of his, uh, some of his, uh, his particular uh, episodes here. Um, 
in the course of this particular episode, of course, it was, I believe it was called uh, SJR Anything. And of course, obviously, it was taught the late Brody Lee and also the late Danny Hodge. So, uh, Brody Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Thomas has this story that came out yesterday. As Biggie, Daniel Bryan, and more pay tribute to Brody Lee, of course, on SmackDown. The tribute to Brody Lee continued on last night's episode of SmackDown with Biggie, Daniel Bryan, and others honoring the late AEW and WWE star. Last night's show saw several moments paying tribute to Lee per Fightful, starring with WWE airing the same graphic honoring him that they did on Raw. Several stars, including Biggie, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro wore black armbands with Brody written across them during the show, while Big E busted out a yeah, yeah, yeah during his tag team match and did a gator roll, which Lee used in the ring during his singles match against Court Justin Corbin. In addition, Adam Pearce dropped a you-know-what-that-means during a backstage segment where he was on the phone, and Big E again paid homage to Lee and his family when he said in a backstage promo, I have fans come up to me from Rome to Rochester, I had, I've had little Nolans and Amandas coming up to me. Lee was from Rochester, and Amanda and Nolan are the, are the names of his wife and, and younger, youngest son. Lee's favorite hockey team was the Toronto Maple Leafs, who Big E also mentioned. Finally, during Daniel Bryan and Otis versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro did a Brody sidewalk slam, and Otis did a spinning lariat. Of course, you can you can check you see some of those moments, of course, courtesy of special Media. Also, 411 Mania's Robert Winfrey's review of the episode refers a link to it, of course, if you want to check that out. Um, of course, you can check out, of course, some of the tweets that were made of, of some of those tweets that was made. Uh, <clears throat> about last night's edition of SmackDown, of course, talking about the late Brody Lee as well, if you wish. And one more quick story, ladies and gentlemen, I will bring, of course, to your attention here. Blake Lavelle, of course, has this story. It came out yesterday as WWE Network announces a best of Luke Harper collection and some more specials for the month of January. WWE Network has announced a variety of new programming coming to the platform in January, including the best of Luke Harper collection to pay, tri pay tribute to the late John Huber, of course, as we know, of course, also known as Brody Lee. Here's a list of the content that's sent to hit WWE this month. The documentaries, The Day of WWE TLC 2020, WWE Untold AJ Styles Debut, The Pat Patterson Story, WWE Chronicles uh, Bianca Belair, The Day of and of the 2014 Royal Rumble Show, and WWE Icons talking about the late Yokozuna. The original series, The Broken Skull Sessions, in which I think Stone Cold interviews Bailey. Also, WWE Playback, the 2020 Royal Rumble matches, and the Round Table, talking about the first women's Royal Rumble match. Of course, obviously, that took place, I believe, in 2018. I believe. The Best Of, of course, talking about Roman Reigns Championship matches. Also, talking about Luke Harper, as we said, Brody Lee. The Attitude Era Royal Rumble matches and also Royal Rumble matches of the, of the decade of the 2000s. Also, new episodes of Raw Talk, Talking Smack, WWE's The Bump, This Week in WWE, and Not Sam Wrestling. Of course, Not Sam Wrestling is, of course, that one that is hosted by that one particular fellow who we, who we all don't like here in the panel. That is, of course, that douchebag Sam Roberts. 
Also, WWE Network posted this tweet yesterday. New year, new shows coming to at WWE Network this month. There's a picture on this tweet if you want to, of course, check that out as well. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I do thank you, of course. Uh, I do thank you, of course, for joining us here tonight for episode number 240 of WWS Power Hour. And again, ladies and gentlemen, the very first episode of Power Hour for the year 2021. Um, we, like I said, look forward to continued success here for Power Hour and all of our other shows here in the radio network in 2021. For myself and everyone, of course, I did list here earlier earlier tonight. We'll continue, of course, to strive and thrive and bring in their keep their points of view, their discussion angles and, and debates and everything of that nature about everything going on in the wrestling world. And, of course, other topics, of course, of interest like in pop culture and, and everything else that's on their minds here as well. WWUS, of course, continues to be and will forever re remain, of course, your wrestling and pop culture connection. <clears throat> Outside, I'm sorry, Power Hour episode 240 is a broadcast of the WCWUS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection, as I just said. Be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue to add new content there. Of course, definitely uh, check out Entertainment Cavalcade, uh, Sports Roundup, uh, Game Show Alley. Also, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles and Johnny Carson, as well as our tribute group to Whose Lines It Anyway. Also, NASCAR U.S. High Octane Histories. We continue to provide more classic classic races here as well. And we will definitely, of course, hopefully try to be able to get you, of course, some races in 2021 posted on there as well. Also, check out, of course, several of our other tribute uh, wrestling tribute groups, including ECW U.S., OVW U.S., NWA U.S., AWA U.S., uh, AEW U.S., uh, ROH US, WCCW US, of course, WWF US, mm, both of our Impact US pages. Also, check out the video vault, ladies and gentlemen, where we continue to post classic wrestling matches and promos. Also, there's some wrestling theme music on there as well if you want to check that out. Also, of course, check out Women of WCW US, where we have a lot of classic. Uh, of great ladies matches, of course, coming in from WWE, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact, AEW, Independence, and so forth. Also, our other small groups, including uh, Power Rangers, Protecting the Power, Motor Week, Retro Review, Cars of the Past. Also, of course, uh, A Gaseous Affair, uh, Home Improvement, More Power Forever, uh, and so many more here, folks. Be sure to check out all those pages here, of course, here today. And uh, look and see what we've got in store for that. And, of course, also location of animation. And, of course, WWS Movie Channel, where, of course, as we said yesterday, we did add, of course, several movies, including, of course, Black Knight with Martin Lawrence, of course, Robin Hood Men in Tights, I, Frankenstein, the classic The Great, Esca Great Escape with uh, late actress uh, Steve McQueen, also National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and several other movies were, of course, added on there as well. So be sure to check out what we've got here as well. There are still several James Bond movies. I will update you that several of them had to be removed, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. We did lose the link for that. So be sure to, of course, check 
but be sure to check out some of them on there that are currently that are currently there uh, <clears throat> still. And uh, and like I said, we'll continue to post everything here possible. And anything you see that you haven't seen in a long time, we'll definitely try to hunt it down and we'll post it on our pages. Hopefully here, of course, very, very soon. But check out everything we've got listed here, of course, on all of our groups on Facebook. And also check out all of our past episodes of on TalkShoe. And be sure to let us know, of course, if there are any, if there's anything, of course, that we haven't talked about uh, that you wish us, if you wish for us to discuss. We will definitely, of course, bring it up on a future episode, of course. Could be Revolution, could be Wolfpack, it could be Outside the Ropes, it could be any of our shows. It does not make a difference. But be sure we'll bring it up, and of course we'll we'll throw that we'll definitely throw that out there here to you. And be sure, of course, uh, <clears throat> like I said, uh, just throw out any questions that you might have about what's about what WWS is all about. And of course, and of course, like I said, we'll definitely do our best to answer here as well. Also coming up here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I will be posting several matches. More poll matches that we, of course, did discuss here. Uh, that we did discuss here, of course, last night, including, of course, a rematch from the OVWS World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Jordan Stuff was defending against the Cowboy Clinton James Smith. A rematch for the WCWS Crippler Championship. The Human Suplex Machine John Gross uh, <clears throat> taking on the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, and a number one contenders match. The winner to face. Once again, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for the NXT U.S. Heritage Cup Championship as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, will take on the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. So be sure to check out some of those matches. We get them posted on here, of course, here in the next little while. <clears throat> and like I said, be sure to – we will hope to, of course, talk to you here again, of course, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. with WWS this morning, 805-8613-POUND as we will be discussing tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays. Also talking about our lineup for what's going to be taking place here in the radio network this week. And also, of course, here we will give you, of course, some more wrestling news tidbits as they become available here on 411mania.com. So be sure to listen in on that as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, take care and God bless. Of course, definitely, by all means, please stay safe. Of course, keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, do a whole lot of praying. Of course, we will get through this. 2021 is just starting, and of course, I know it doesn't. There's a lot of things about it that may not be, may not look like we may get out of this, but we will get out of this. Of course, only the good Lord will definitely help us prevail. So, we, so keep the faith and do a whole lot of praying here, folks. We will definitely get through all this. Take care and God bless here, folks. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. Take care and God bless. And remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in, in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Uh-huh.